0: Look, I get it. Committing to a new podcast series that isn't true crime is a big investment. What if their story doesn't resonate with me? Does the host talk over the guest speaker? Will there be a bunch of banter I won't find interesting? Will the guests cover topics that matter to me? And if they do, will what they share be very high level or will I be able to apply what they share? I get it. I really do. These are all valid concerns. So over the next few minutes, allow me your host and producer of Dreading Sundays, to convince you why you should subscribe to my new podcast series. Now, for those who don't know me, my name is Daniel K. Chung. I was born in Hong Kong, raised in Australia, and SEO is my third career after speech pathology and 10 years of wedding photography. At the turn of 2022, I started pulling out feelers for a new role. After three years at an SEO agency, my growth was stagnating. And I wanted to see what options were available to me. I made quite a few mistakes in my job applications and interviews and I discovered many, many frustrations with job seeking. But my experience is just one single data point and my perceptions, opinions and biases are mine alone. This is one of the reasons why Dreading Sundays exists. My goal is to share stories of how other professionals in digital marketing in particular SEO, have progressed in their careers. My hope is that by amplifying the stories of people who look like you and sound like you, you can find the motivation and inspiration to ask for that raise, to ask for that promotion, or to consider a complete career change. For example, this is what Catherine Ong has to say about filtering through job opportunities to find the right one for you.
1: You know, you can save yourself time on your next job search if you realize that you've are always built your own job descriptions. Then it just becomes something that you filter for because most likely that's going to be the best place for you. And so when they you're in the interview and they make it clear that so-and-so used to be there, then it's probably not a great role for you because they already have like a cookie cutter of how it's going to be done and you're going to do it differently. And perhaps that won't be the best fit. Or if you're talking to somebody, they're like, yeah, you know, we just have new budget and we're doing this new initiative. You're like, "Mm," your eyes light up. You're like, okay, this is going to be a good spot for me. So for me, it was just, I used it as a filter to not send as many resumes blindly for things that would never turn around into an interview.
0: And Mercy Janaki, group head of SEO at Webenza, provides an actionable way to demonstrate your work wins with your team and line managers so that ultimately you can ask for that raise or promotion.
2: We have Slack, and uh, you know every conversation ha- you know happens there. So you that that is the you know easiest way you can tell people that you have done this and you have achieved this, and the client appreciated it because most of the time that particular conversation only happened between you and the client. Probably the project manager or a client servicing team. Not even your own team, not even your own line manager, uh, you know, know about it. So, you know, put it on Slack.
0: Peter Macinkovic. A fellow Australian SEO explains why networking is so 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 very important. One of my big career hacks was that I was able to develop a good network. Not that I did it intentionally. Like I went to the events because I enjoy this kind of stuff. It's kind of like just meeting people with friends. It's just like something you do and you get access to information that you can't possibly have because you know people who have that information have done it before. Like Nick, who I trained, he has access to like salary information or like Like, who, what's a good agency, what's a bad agency, all that, because I know that information. So he can just ask me the same way that he asked, like, how to do a configuration of Screaming Frog. He was just asking me that kind of stuff for his career. That's the kind of stuff that he would access. And same thing with Min or whoever, like, you know, Min's on a Shopify website. So shoot, can ask me whatever. Like, that's the value of a network. The fact that they know me, like, and I will always have their back for the rest of their career. And Sam Torres, who is the Chief Digital Officer at The Grey Dot Company, shares what she's looking for in a candidate when hiring for an SEO role.
2: I can tell you the one thing I'm always looking for if it's an SEO role is... Someone has a hunger to learn. Is everything else I feel can be taught. You know, certainly on the account management side, there are some soft skills and just how do you manage people? But yeah, for SEO, it's always about, do you have that hunger to learn? Do you have the humility that it's going to change all the time? And sometimes you're going to be wrong. Everything else can be taught except that, Oddly enough, a lot of no's that have happened is because it's very apparent they don't want a female boss. So that's always been really interesting because it's like, well, if you're not going to be able to take that direction, you're just not going to be a culture fit. Then from there, the ways that people have talked themselves out of a job, talked themselves back in, it's really that, where are you right now? Do you recognize where you are? And I don't fault people when they think they're further on their journey or less far in their journey, because sometimes you just don't really know where you are because you haven't been in it long enough. But what I am looking for is someone who is willing to, to amend that and keep an open mind about it.
0: And if you've been rejected a few times, Tom Critchlow, author and creator of the SEO MBA, has some great advice for you. A lot of people get
3: demoralized by going through the interview process, being interviewed by people that are frankly terrible at interviewing. And that is a really bad situation to be in because you are getting feedback from people that you think know what they're talking about and they don't. Uh, Much like executive presence is a thing that has very little kind of formal training for, uh, hiring and interviewing is a thing that people have almost no formal training right? Um, I, I have no formal training. in it. Right, um, I've just done it a lot. Um, and, and I'm sure I used to suck at it. Um, so uh, I've gotten better, I think, I hope, uh, over the years, but nobody taught me how to do it, right? And I, I think there's a lot of people that are just in that situation of, oh, I've got to go hire an SEO person. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, a, I don't know that much about SEO. So I'm not good at screening for that individual. And B, I'm not very good at hiring. So I'm not going to even like Give you good feedback or ask good questions, you know. So I think if you are looking for a role and if you are getting some of that feedback, then I'd encourage you to kind of persevere and try not to take any single rejection too seriously, right? Um, I think you you have to kind of try and gain some confidence, and that comes all the way back to the network, right? If you can build a supported network around you, then you can have some confidence that you've
0: got people in your corner. For those who want to make money online through websites, I've got you covered too, because here is Jackie Chow sharing how a simple content site can earn. 5k within 12 months
3: i would love to offer like anyone who would be posting for a year and like consistently for a year i would buy it out you know a thousand keywords indexed on hrefs i would totally buy that you know even if it's a thousand keywords but it would be way more if you post it consistently and after a year of posting let's say once a week i'm pretty sure most people can get can sell that for like five thousand dollars at least you know if they just post consistently it's not that hard I think it's just putting all these theories into practice and just do it consistently for a year and you'll be able to cash out in a year.
0: And now for my content peeps, you will hear from George Nguyen, Director of SEO Editorial at Wix, sharing how a content writer can earn more without taking on a managerial role.
4: If you can find a career in which that is, the the middle of the Venn diagram, that's the place to be. However, the thing is, if you know the information, why don't you just do it and make more money, right? It's because you have to love the words. Or maybe for me, maybe I just don't want to be responsible for people's perceived KPIs and their conversions. Maybe I want to keep a healthy distance. I'm not sure. I'm still navigating those parts for myself, but that's the guidance that I would say. Anyone who wants to become a writer and be paid for it well in terms of creating content for a specific reason and not like necessarily writing books, find that middle ground for yourself. Hopefully, one of your interests already lends itself to that. But for me, I I didn't know what SEO was until I started in content. And you can find things and find reasons to fall in love. I wouldn't say I loved SEO that first eight months when I was talking about it, when I was writing for those clients at that first agency. But afterwards, when I started doing it for Search Engine Land, I realized how welcoming the space was which made me feel like I could have a spot. And that's really important for somebody at the beginning of their career, like myself, really important for people of color in general, because it's not always, you don't see people that look like you, especially not on like uh, conferences. It's, that's one of my main things right there in terms of going across and trying to create a career in content.
0: And Billy Gina Hyde from Salt Agency offers guidance for those feeling underappreciated or undervalued in their current role. You can put feelers out there and something might come to you without you having to spend hours or days like applying for jobs. If you're not being appreciated, you don't owe a company anything. You're an
2: asset to them and you're the reason they're making money. Don't don't forget that.
0: Essentially, what I'm trying to say is that there's something for everyone. Whether you're looking for a new job, thinking of applying for a more senior position inside your existing organization, or perhaps of a new company, thinking of transitioning from in-house to agency or vice versa, like me, or perhaps you're planning to become a freelancer. Dreading Sundays has got you covered with seasoned professionals from many fields, job titles, and personalities. So now that you've got a taste of what to expect, there's really only one thing for you to do. subscribe. To dreading Sundays.